There are three reasons for Trump's antipodean unpopularity. First, his personal style runs contrary to Australian sensibilities. Trump is high energy. Australians are low-key. Trump cannot stop talking, especially about himself. Australians are laconic and taciturn. They have no tolerance for bluster and prefer self-deprecation to self-aggrandizement. The greatest sin in Australia is to be up yourself. Second, Australians have themselves been down a populist path and found that it leads to nowhere. More than 20 years ago, they first elected to the federal parliament their own right-wing nativist with a famous hairstyle, Pauline Hanson. They soon realized that Hanson had questions to ask but no answers to give. Hanson has now run for election at the state and federal levels 11 times and succeeded only twice. She is almost as well known for starring on reality television shows, including Celebrity Apprentice Australia, as she is for serving in Parliament. Like Trump, Hanson feeds on the alienation of people who feel they have been left behind. But when she is elected to a position of responsibility, support drains away, as Australians recognize both her personal shortcomings and the limitations of the people around her. Last year, Hansen was elected to Parliament for the second time. Later, she toasted Trump's electoral victory with champagne outside Parliament House. She followed his lead in describing Putin as a strong leader, even though Putin's proxies took the lives of 38 Australians when they shot down a civilian airliner over eastern Ukraine in 2014. She recently called for a Trump-style travel ban on Muslims. One year after her election, however, Hansen is in trouble again, with indifferent public support, party infighting, and investigations into her campaign finances. The third and most important reason Australians do not like Trump is that his foreign policy instincts, expressed repeatedly over the past three decades, run directly counter to their own. Trump wants the United States to play a shrunken role in the world. Australia wants the United States to play a significant one. Trump is sympathetic to isolationism. Australians are inclined toward internationalism. Trump is an alliance skeptic. Australians are alliance believers. Trump is hostile to free trade. Australia is a trading nation. Trump swoons over autocrats and strongmen. Australia is an old democracy and a free society. Trump decries globalists. Nearly four in five Australians polled by the Lowy Institute agree that globalization is mostly good for Australia. Australia's primary strategic instinct has long been to make common cause with a like-minded global ally. But Trump's plan to make America great again renounces several of the pillars of American greatness— and compromises core Australian interests. Best Mates? In the week after the phone call between Trump and Turnbull, Washington rallied around Australia. Canberra's ambassador was invited to the White House to meet with Bannon and Reince Priebus, Trump's chief of staff. A bipartisan group of senators sponsored a resolution expressing support for the alliance. Both governments worked to repair the relationship culminating in a May dinner aboard the Intrepid in New York Harbor, where Trump made nice with Turnbull. Turnbull also made nice with Trump, even agreeing when the president told reporters that their earlier phone call had been a very, very good call, 
and that media accounts of it had been fake news. Just as Japanese Prime Minister Shinzo Abe and Prime Minister Theresa May had done, Turnbull had calculated that Australia's interests required him to maintain something resembling a working relationship with the President of the United States. Yet Australians remained troubled by Trump's approach to foreign policy. On his first full day in office, Trump withdrew the United States from the Trans-Pacific Partnership, a 12-nation trade agreement that also includes Australia, undercutting the United States' position in Asia and putting the entire agreement at risk. In June, he announced his intention to withdraw from the Paris Climate Accord, leading Australians to conclude that Washington is not serious about a global challenge that concerns them greatly. He has been wholly unconvincing in demonstrating his commitment to the principle of collective defense, codified in Article 5 of NATO.